Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind Developer Spotlight. We came up with a name. Today, we're talking about Castle Crashers. So, grab a castle and crash it, Craig. So today we are talking about Castle Crashers because last week we talked about Bastion. So, in order to keep us in the same contemplative mood, mm -hmm. we're going to discuss Castle Crashers. Uh, so, Craig, if you could put on your monocle and your tweed jacket, I would appreciate it. All right, does it have those those leather little elbow pads? Oh God, yeah. Or it? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, there's no sense in having a jacket that doesn't. You know, I wouldn't mind having a jacket like that. Hmm. Not gonna lie. When I was a kid, that's... jean jackets were the coolest. Now that I'm getting older, boy, those, those what kind of chest jackets. size are we talking? If you tell me your measurements, I'll, I'll maybe see what I can, what I can um, do. I'm gonna guess and say six. That is not a measurement size that I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh! You you said chest? Oh uh, yeah, sorry. Actually, I can't think of another word that would work for leaner. It starts with so, a chat. Uh, castle Crashers. No, hold on, Craig. I, I want to think of words for dicks. <laughs> hold on. Um, we really need to pad this show out. So, uh, uh, okay. So, yes, we're talking about Castle Crashers, and we usually start with Craig giving us the stats. However, this time, we're going to start by Craig giving us the stats. That totally threw me there because, oh, all right then. Uh, you can tell we script absolutely none of this, we don't plan anything, and we're 240 episodes in and we still don't know what we're doing. So, hold on, crashes. hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hmm? That's <laughs> right, Craig. This is absolutely <laughs> off the cuff. Ha ha. Ha. There we go. Uh, so, Castle I Crashes... Knocked... <laughs> I knocked everything over just so I could have the, the foley of a piece of paper. I hope you appreciate that joke. Okay, uh, Craig, I'm going to cut out. No, 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 no. Craig, will you just shut up and give us the stats? Jeez. It was the funniest thing about the end of um, Detroit Become Human Part 3. And you were saying, now we haven't quite figured out our schedule because this is Part 3. And we'd never done a part three before, and I'm like, I've done it already, Dave. And you're like, No, no, Craig, just pretend you haven't. And I was like, Right, I'll get on it straight away. And you're like, Well, when Craig gets his act together, <laughs> right? Thanks, Dave. Okay, so the Behemoth developed Castle Crashers. Uh, it was published by Microsoft Game Studios and also Sonic Entertainment. Uh, designed by two guys who are well named because I think the the name has popped up already. So it's Dan Paladin and Tom Philp. Uh, it's been released on yeah. a myriad of systems again, uh, the same as we saw with Bastion, so you're talking 360, PlayStation 3, Windows, iOS, uh, Mac OS, sorry not iOS, Xbox, Switch and PlayStation 4. Um, at some point it became remastered, I assume at the point of Xbox One, Switch and PlayStation 4. Yeah. Um, and it was released 
in 2008 originally on the 360 and it was ported over to the PlayStation 3 in 2010. So we're getting this a year before we got Bastion. Um, and, and, I mean, uh, there's probably a lot that Bastion borrows from this. Hmm? Especially the story cues in general. Oh, the depth narrator? Can, yeah, the depth that it goes Absolutely. into. Absolutely. Um, in terms of genre, this game is more like a side-scrolling beat-em-up with some RPG elements. Is that kind of Think fair? River City Ransom. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's you beat people up, they drop money, you spend money to beat more people up so they can mm -hmm. drop money. Um, and, and that's about it. Art style-wise, we're still in that same, maybe not as patchy flash as Oh, Alien yeah, Hominid. no, not near as patchy. But you're in a kind of clearly indie, um, not quite web game, but maybe it's it's got certain elements of it. Uh, that Oh, God. Just, Dave, just let's just start talking. Let's just start. Okay, so... Castle Crashers, also a game that's kind of important to me for dumb, 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 dummy, dumb, dumb reasons. You used to have a castle and you crashed it? I did. <laughs> a guy named Dan Paladin came and threw a brick <laughs> at my castle. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, no, so Castle Crashers is the first game that I ever purchased on any kind of digital platform. What? Yep, it was that late. I was buying discs for everything. I wanted to play Flow. Well, I'll just wait for the physical release, and then I bought Flow on a disc. Jeez. Uh, I I was I was very hesitant to put my credit card into these newfangled gaming machines, and mm -hmm. so I didn't buy anything digital until well, pretty much exactly uh 2010. Or well, 2008. <coughs> Sorry, not 2010. <laughs> Uh, Castle Crashes is also the first game my daughter finished by herself. Oh, that and is boy, that's more touching. Yeah. If you could hear the laughter when that deer pooped so hard that he flew off the screen, um, she she laughed quite hard at that. I think a lot of this game she laughed quite hard at. I could ask yeah. her to come in and say it's Castle Crashes a good game, and she'd be like, "It's it's the best." Mm. Proving that kids are stupid. Now, kids, kids are stupid. Um, one other thing that's really notable for this: uh, this was the first time, and this is this is ancillary to the game, but um, this was the first time I heard the music of a guy named Waterflame, who has since gone on to work in a lot of video games. He did like uh, Geometry Dash. He did Castle Storm. He's done a bunch of stuff for the Zen Pinball guys. Uh, this was the first time I heard the music. I went, "Oh, Ooh. that's really good." Is Geometry Dash the one that's like the impossible game? Yep, yep, except the yeah. cube has a little face and it's yellow. Okay, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, the, the music that he is very bouncy, very energetic, very fun uh, music. So, yeah, uh, this was the first time, and I'm just Googling, like, hey, who does the music? For and, yep, yeah, uh, I've listened to his music ever since. It's good stuff. All right, Greg, I guess we have to talk about the game. Yeah. So, um, you start at a menu screen. It's a lovely menu screen. Mm -hmm. Many a. options. Many. Well, hold ma on. I many mean, options. What if you want to go down? Hmm. Uh, you could go go to the options, perhaps. Go to the um, options, yep. Load game. Interestingly, if, you, if you're if you at the top and you go up, you go to the bottom. 
Oh, oh, that's 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 a great choice. I really mm-hmm. like when people do that. I don't like having yep. to scroll down multiple times. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah. th- so so then you um you you hit new game and uh, uh, a screen pops up and you have mm-hmm. to choose your your character. Yeah. And uh, there, I'd like to camp out on each one of the individual characters here. Uh, there's a lot going on with like the Blue Knight. Um, mm-hmm. Surprisingly, uses the powers of ice. Yes, I am mm. a sucker for the power of ice these days. I don't know what it is, but every game I play that has that option, I like. Even in Saints Row <laughs> that I played last week, I latch on to ice as being a thing because I always feel like, you know, if you can freeze someone and hit them with a hammer and they smash. That's far better than burning someone alive. It's like a lot more oh, humane. Yeah. Also known as time copping someone. Yeah. Um. So I, I quite like I quite like the the power of ice. Mm, I, I I I'm I'm pretty much with you unless the power of nature is offered as well. Oh, yes, like the bees. power of nature is offered of like just shooting bees at somebody. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Absolutely. I mean, it would be better if you could have vines grab them and then bees to the mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, I'm. If if no nature is involved, then ice. Because mm-hmm. let's be fair, nature will kill us all. Nature will. Well, I mean, we've seen The Last of Us. We've seen that film with Will Smith. Um, I saw a bee, and mm-hmm. it almost killed me, Craig. Oh, wow. I mean, it's it's going to get us all in the end. You're going to die alone in your house and your cat will eat your cheek meat. Or you're going to trip over a stone when you're hiking for 400 miles and you probably shouldn't. And you're going to yeah. bash your face in on a rock. Hang on. Uh, Are you, is this, see, because I'm going to hike on Sunday. And I if know. that happens, I, I yeah. Hmm. I will <laughs> laugh. I will laugh. Um, uh, you know, maybe maybe you're like, well, I'm not going to go outside. But then you get hit by a meteor. I mean, nature will kill us all. Yeah. I Interestingly, I don't, this is completely an aside, but it's a good aside. I was out walking a few weeks ago, as in walk, walk through the highlands and spread across the valleys of the highlands, as in... We must have walked like a good 20 miles and there are so many man-made bee sanctuaries that there are hundreds of thousands and millions of bees just camping out in the highlands. Like farmers are doing a... And the, the, well... The national park's doing a really good job of keeping bees going. Dave can never go to the highlands. Why not? Dave is deathly allergic to bees. Oh, what? As in went into shock last time he got stoned. As in, oh my god, I'm so shocked I've been stung by a bee. Yeah, like... I, I, my monocle fell straight out of my eye. <laughs> exactly. Bing. Uh, oddly enough, Craig, I also have a bee story on this podcast Ooh. called Buzzin' Bees with Dave and Craig. Oh, yeah. um, there are bees in my basement. Oh. And I could pay to have them removed, but it's like $270 yeah. to have bees removed because you can't kill bees. No, you cannot. And I haven't checked to see if they're, you know, like bumblebees or carpenter bees mm-hmm. or what kind of bees. All I know is there are bees and now Dave doesn't have a basement. Oh, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to fill it in with concrete and then set <laughs> fire to the entire place. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. so uh, we both have interesting bee stories today. Yeah. Can, can we just talk about Buck Bumble instead? 
Well, I'd, I'd be Mario, maybe. Ooh. Be Mario doesn't have that song, though. Have you not heard the Buck Bumble song? I don't know who Buck Bumble is. Okay, okay. Do you, can, do you have access to Google? I do, yeah. Please Google the Buck Bumble song, and you'll get a picture of Buck Bumble, and hear yeah. the song. I will do that just now. And just while we're on this uh, note, the Jerry Seinfeld um, B movie, voiced by Actually, Jerry Seinfeld. Actually, not terrible. It's not terrible, is it? It's, it's like, it's no. got a good story. It's got... It's pretty um, imaginative. Yeah. There we go. Buck Bumble music. I'm terrified at what I'm going to see. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh. I got to, I got to make someone experience that for the first time. This is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah, imagine Teenage yeah. Dave booting that up on his N64 for yeah. the first time. I like that. Ah, uh, the 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 cover art screams um, things like Zool to me. Oh. Okay. It's, it's got like a swirly pattern. It's got a overly glossy polygonal character. It's very not just any character, Craig. That is Buck so it's Bumble. Buck Bumble. Sorry, it's Buck Bumble. Biggity uh, Buck Bumble. Yeah. Boy, Craig, we're really nailing this Castle Crashers episode. Flipping it. Right, okay, so you well, hold, guess... on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just want to stay. I really like that song. <laughs> it's actually it sounds like good. It sounds good. It, it is a really, it is the best thing about that game, hands down. Okay, back to Castle Crashers. We're sorry for this inconvenience. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's on the Castle Crashers. So you um, you build up the game. You load your character selection. There are various um, knights that you can choose. You can um, also choose Alien Hominid or mm-hmm. Hattie. From Battle Block Theater, if you have those games, it's, it's yeah. like unlockable if you have the save data, which is always very cool. Mm-hmm. And the the remastered version of Castle Crashers, not in the original before that yeah, game existed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you choose a class. Both Dave and I seem to have chosen the Ice Knight class, which which is of course. nice. Uh, the game opens. You are dancing in a party, drinking mead, I assume, uh, when all of a sudden someone busts through the door and they're like, oh my God. Please, for the love of God, something's happening. Uh, there are various people you can talk to in this room. And I think that the strongest point in this game is definitely in the kind of like wee bits of writing. Like you go to the first person and you press A and they're like, have you forgotten how to use items? Well, this is how you, <laughs> this is how you do it. And, and it's it's got a very kind of cheeky twist to it like that. Um, you go through this many like... As far as training is concerned, it's the slightest tiny training ever. It's like three button prompts and you're out the door. There you go. Yep. (laughs) And you run out. So um, this this mini tutorial tells you that you can attack, you can change items, and you can also perform like area of effect attacks by holding down like R2 and Y or L2 and R1 and Y, whatever finger it was that was firing at that particular point. You run outside, you run across, what do you call those castle things that's on top of the wall? A gable? Uh, um, the crenellations? Oh, I don't know. The bit that you run across, it... the top of the wall. Oh, 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 the ramparts. The ramparts. Uh, and your people are running away. And before you know it, uh, you are set upon by 
I don't know what colour they are. They might be brown or red or something. Looking evil, evil knights with horns on their on their helmets, and you just start mashing buttons to kill everyone. And you do that until you finish the game. Uh, it kind of felt that way, to be honest. <laughs> uh, um, there, there's definite there's charm um, in here, and some and this is ducking about a wee bit, but things that I noticed straight away were things I really liked, like um, the enemy knights coming up random jaunty ladders and things like that and jumping in. Uh, the enemy caused damage to themselves because a boss comes in and will accidentally punch, you know, the other enemies that are trying to harass you. There's wee, there's wee bits of charm, but yeah, so essentially you're moving from the left to the right Hitting everything. Sometimes you're riding a deer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're running through a lumber mill. Um, all very standard beat 'em up stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem we have here, the uh, the problem is that this is not that dissimilar from Alien Hominid. Yeah. Change out a gun to a sword. Yeah. And. I can tell you right now, if the one thing you can take away from this game is it's very charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the same as Alien Hominid. Yeah, I think it takes it takes the nice bits of Alien Hominid and mixes it with the worst bits of Golden Axe, and you get you get this kind of. Nah, like Golden Axe was better because you got to ride that Triceratops oh. type thing. Oh. Oh. No, no, uh, I'm right. Golden I'm right. Axe is garbage. Golden Axe was great. Come on. When was the last time you played Golden Axe, sir? In 1996. I was going to say, if we have Golden Axe and Castle Crashes in front of us, <laughs> I know which one you'll go to. There will be no question. <laughs> Golden Axe is garbage. Is um, a, a, really a lot can't. of people like it, though. Yeah, mm. I, 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 it genuinely has been since I had it on the Mega Drive that I've played it. <laughs> Um, so it's been quite a while. It's, it's been a long time. Anyway. Um, I will say, I will say, I didn't finish it this time because mm-hmm. I got bored. Yeah. Um, some of that I will blame myself. This is very much a must-have-multiple-people-to-play-with kind of game. Okay, yep. Like, this is a great, I'm just hanging with two of my friends on a Friday night. Let's mm-hmm. play through Castle Crashers. It's not very long, either. <clears throat> it's, it's pretty short. I think um, that's... The 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 takeaway we're we're all over the place with this episode. I know we are, but let's just keep going with it. The takeaway point I had from it was I wish we had played it co-op because we could have sat one night and finished the whole thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, uh, we definitely talked about it, but we also wouldn't have been paying as close attention as we do mm-hmm. when we actually play a game that we're going to talk about. So yeah. it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Yeah. Um, in the future, we, we might want to make it a point to play things in co-op that are better played in co-op, like when we do our Jackbox episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we'll have to make that a point. But, yes, we, we, uh, we did play solo. I got mm. up to the point that I wanted to see, and that was being chased by a giant cat and watching the deer poop so hard he shot across the screen. Okay. Um, I, I think, like, just to be upfront with everyone here and now, I played it for maybe the best part of 25 minutes to maybe half an hour. I got through the first two bosses and at that point 
I called it internally because I was I was already bored, and I th- yeah, I, I think I would have just started hating it after that point. And there are good things about the two bosses that I did come up against. Uh, the first one was a big like ram cart type thing. It, it, it was okay, but the second guy had a big backpack with spikes coming out of him, and he slammed down, and he was beating up his own guys. I found the whole thing really charming and really kind of like nice to do. But at the end of the day, running up and down and side to side and mashing attack is just not my bag. It's really, it's really not my my bag. <laughs> you know, you know what? Oh no, that's perfectly fine. Like, like um. I'm learning, especially with this one, charm does work on me, mm-hmm. but if you don't back it up after a while, you will tire of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, Alien Hominid, I still am, I still love that character design. I love the animations. I love all that goofiness. Castle Crashers, I still really think, is a fun, charming game. Don't play it by yourself, and don't play it if you've played any beat-em-ups in the last 10 years. Like... I'm noticing a trend with these. Oh, I'm I'm surprised. Did your kids have a chance to give this a shot? No, no, um, they didn't. I actually sat and played it. Reese was watching me for a bit of it, but he's he's far too. He's been playing the Paw Patrol game recently. To be honest, that's the oh, stage okay. he's at just now. So he's, he's well beyond Castle Crashers <laughs> beginners level. I am not. I'm not. I'm not going to say the Paw Patrol game is great. But it's not the worst in terms of what it's trying to do for a three-year-old because it's a is simple, it? it's a simple platformer with a point, and you have to make decisions in it as to what tool each pup is going to use, and he is buying it big time. It's really cute. I'm surprised they didn't go like a pajama Sam or putt putt kind of way with it. Nah, it's it's just it's a it's a it's it's a wee it's a wee blast for him. Um, so our next episode. Maybe not. Maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, see, see, look what Castle Crashers has done. We're discussing Paw Patrol. Um, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> okay, so so let's get right to the meat of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And this is, this is what I've taken away because all of this has been leading to Battle Block. And mm-hmm. I think Battle Block is a genuinely great game. Like, no caveats really needed other than you must have a sense of humor. But I think the actual gameplay in Battle Block is a lot of fun. That platforming okay. is really fun. This, this I think, I, Battle Block is something I haven't had experience with it, so I'm really I'm really excited about it. And I know we we'll should get... play that co-op. Yeah. Like I think it's as good single player as it is co-op. But we might want to give that a shot co-op before we record, if we can. I mean, we live in two different friggin' continents, so yeah, that's true. That's a problem. Um, so this is, I think, Mr. Tom Fulpe and Dan Paladin with the coolest name ever. They are really cool, really weird, great guys, mm-hmm. and they didn't get game design for a while. Yeah, and I think in two thousand and eight. It's not like we didn't have good games in 2008. It, it was just we'd never seen anything like this other than Alien Hominid, which was arguably very niche. Yeah. So this was when these guys went mainstream. And the charm was enough for everybody to buy it because everybody had this game. But it's a game that's really stuck in 2008. 
So hopefully, oh, yeah, it's two thousand eight. Jeez. Hopefully, moving forward, I I think that's when they get their uh, their game design mm-hmm. chops. It's it's really highlighted in like we've we've obviously been going through last week's Bastion, which was the first game from Supergiant, but that was de- developed or it was primarily developed by two guys that came off the back of uh, the left EA and they'd worked through Command and Conquer and had driven that. They had game design and everything nailed and they just needed to do something. Whereas this feels like, a, like the behemoth feel like a startup where they're, they're really talented and creative and they're just trying to find their feet. You know, super giant guys had their feet. They needed to figure out how to apply it. Whereas the behemoth needed to figure out that, like, you know... Uh, oh, that's what happened. Oh. And, I mean, let's be fair. Um, these guys were also... They're they're kind of close to us in age. I mean, they're born, like, 79. Mm-hmm. So, like, five years older than me, which means around that time, this is the sense of humor you have. Yeah. And I think it still works really well. It's just, oh, yeah, they're definitely learning stuff. And I, I think that's why most of their games, other than Pit People, because I still don't know about Pit People, um, they're all very, very simple genres. Like, you don't have them shooting for a Bastion where it's this weird isometric action yeah. game with a really cool art style and story. No, they're like, okay, let's make a run and gun. Let's make a, a beat-em-up kind of thing. And I, th- I think the saddest thing is, is they are very, very much products of their time. Yeah. It'd be like if you ran into somebody tomorrow and they said, oh, yeah, I totally play a lot of free realms. You'd be like, really? Free realms? Like, see, nobody remembers that. Do you remember free realms, Craig? No. <laughs> it was a big thing on PSN with the first free MMO on PS3. Oh, jeez. Um, just to round up, I suppose, because we've been going for forty minutes now. Although some of that will be cut out, googling. Most, um, most of it will be cut out, googling. I think I really like what the guys Dan and Ben, Tom, Tom's. That was close. I really like what they're trying to do. I really like. I can't understate how much I appreciate the effort that they've put in. From going from a a flash game that got a bit of a, a yeah uprising online to become this you know like physical release to then releasing more the pressure must have been immense to follow that up so like the I cannot say a bad thing about these people it's just that this game style doesn't gel with me I'm I'm really holding out hope for Battle Block I mean I mean. These guys have been around for like ten years at mm-hmm. least. I think it's I think it's more like twelve or thirteen. I can't remember what year exactly Alien Hominid came out. But nobody still makes games like these guys. Like this is a very unique vision these guys mm-hmm. have. And I I really like it even if I don't think the games are all that great. Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you follow this up? So, like, I really do agree with steak-flavoured crisps. I 
don't get it. This is the worst episode we've ever released, Craig. What? what Castle Crashers, he said. It'll be fun, he said. What has happened? I think the problem is that you say you run from left to right and you hit things and you end up at the end of the game. It's sometimes pretty... you hit circle, Craig. Don't, don't lie. Okay. Sometimes you hit sometimes circle. You hit circle. Sometimes you hold down R2 while you're pressing. Oh, good point. You good know? Point. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh. Um... Me and Craig are going to discuss nothing but crisps for the next 10 minutes. I would suggest backing out now um, because none of it will be worth hearing. But if you're lonely and you're in a diner somewhere and it's like four in the morning and you're like, I just want to pretend I'm hanging out with two friends, you're welcome to stay. But the episode officially ends here. It does. It does. Thanks for Uh, that. So if you would like to suggest a game that we can ignore <laughs> then you can do that at thebiteffect.com um, just a quick note if, if you want it to be a retro rewind then like you know just put RR in the title or if you want it to be a, a full bit effect episode put like BE in it so we know which treatment you would like for your game uh, other than that thank you very much for listening I promise next time Transistor is going to be a much better episode Unless you enjoyed this. If you prefer to this, let us know. Mm-hmm. Why not? We're terrible people. Yeah. Other than that, thank you very much for listening. You shouldn't have. No, really, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Say goodnight and then make your case, Craig. Oh, good night. Good night. So, right. When you get to when you get to the bottom of it, uh, a crisp or for you American people, because I know that 65% of our listeners are from the US. So God let's bless just them. say we are talking about potato chips here. Um, I believe firmly, as does my entire country, that potato chips should come in beef flavoured, bacon flavoured, roast chicken flavoured, flame grilled steak flavoured, Aberdeen Angus beef and onion flavoured sausage and tomato flavoured. Oh, these that's are, disgusting. These are staple flavours. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> of crisps. <laughs> Look, all right, all right, all right, hold on. I uh-huh. am a man that loves a sausage enough to say I'm a man that loves a good sausage. Uh-huh. All right? Uh, I would get along well in Oktoberfest. Yes. You should never have anything sausage flavored ever because sausage is not a flavor it's it's a blend of the meat flavor and the spice flavor and the casing yeah yeah i know but imagine getting all of that dipped into tomato ketchup and then (laughs) and then solidified in history in the form of a crisp that you can eat (laughs) out of a bag (laughs) Okay, okay, you've made your stupid case. Now let me tell you why you're wrong. Uh-huh. Okay, first of all, anybody that puts ketchup on a sausage should be shot on sight. Even first a hot dog. Off. A hot dog. That's not a sausage. That's a hot dog. Okay. I mean, that might that might be cultural. Like, do you call hot dog sausages? I mean, I think you buy them as hot dog sausages, but I, to- I totally get your point. But over here, 
and I don't know where it is anywhere else, but if you buy hot dogs, you are putting ketchup on it 100% of the time. Okay, that's that's wrong. Okay. Uh, mustard belongs on uh, the hot dog. Preferably horseradish mustard, maybe a spicy like yellow, mustard. Yellow mustard. No, 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 not yellow plain mustard. That's reserved only for soft pretzels. Oh, okay. Um, now, if you want to get a little spicy with your, then you put chili on it. Mm-hmm. But oh, we're not talking a, about sausages. Or, or I would have or a hot chili. Dogs. I would have a chili cheese hot dog that you eat with a knife and a fork. Yes, because you're strange. <laughs> now, now we're we're talking crisp here. Don't don't sidetrack me. Don't try to make the the case. And sidetrack me. Okay. Uh-huh. Crisps should never be meat flavored. I disagree with the American tendency to have ketchup flavored chips or, or, or pickle flavored chips or A1 steak sauce flavored chips. But the trend is they're all seasonings. They're not actual food. You don't have asparagus flavored Doritos. You don't have filet mignon flavored Pringles. Uh-huh. No. You only have seasonings as a flavor. Okay. I get. I, I, I take your point, but it's funny you mention Pringles, especially because mm. um, someone important in your life is from Texas. But one of the most... This is like, true. The, the kids up the stairs um and myself at times our favorite pringle flavor is texas barbecue beef okay now now hold on now we might have a inconsistency in labeling here oh is it is do you t- is it actual beef flavored as well or is it just the barbecue sauce flavoring oh i think do you know what i think you might be right i think it might just be the barbecue sauce flavoring that is Okay. That renders that irrelevant. But what isn't rendered irrelevant is the fact that you can buy crisps over here that are meal-flavoured, like fish and chip-flavoured crisps. Ooh. Okay, now see, see, we have a dilemma here because the Mm -hmm. fish has been known to go well with both fries and chips. Mm -hmm. As, As is a steak. N- nobody has steak and chips, okay? Nobody... Steak, and ch- steak and chips? No! If what? you have a steak, you have a baked potato. No! You what? have a vegetable. This is, we're getting into cultural differences here because a steak and chips is the, the pub meal. If you're going to the pub, you're having a steak pie, or you're having a fish and chips or something. If you have a steak, it comes with chips, big chunky chips that you just eat. Okay, yeah, we call them steak fries. Yeah, Here. like steak fries. Yeah, that's that's what you have with a steak, but it's chips. You don't have steak fries with a steak? Why would you not do that? Well, first off, are we talking like an actual slab of beef steak? Yes. Or are yes, we talking yeah. like the steak and kidney pie steak? Oh, no, no. I'm talking like a, a fillet steak okay. or a T-bone steak or a ribeye steak or any cut of beef on a plate, bloody. So you can pick up a chip and dip it in the blood and eat it and it's good. Okay, first off, I agree with you on the bloody. I like my, mm-hmm. my, my steak to be medium rare, if not a little bit on the rare side. So we agree there. Mm-hmm. But you don't have fries with a steak. Oh. A steak is a meal. It's not a snack. 
It's a meal, and you give it the proper treatment of a meal, a side dish, a vegetable, perhaps a bread to go with it. You, 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 you treat every steak as a meal. Bears with chips and some Nobody onions. Nobody has. Shit. Okay, you can't have. Oh, this is Greg. You're you're opening up a whole can of worms here. <laughs> you can't have onion rings and fries. Why not? Because it's against the law. I don't know where, but it's against the law. This is like, people mock me because if you triple carb it up and you have something like macaroni, cheese, chips, and garlic bread, you you, com- you combine the carbs of the gods into a meal. Now, now I'm, I'm a man of fatness, I believe is the phrase. Uh-huh. I would never... Eat onion rings and fries at the same time, separately, what? divided by time. Absolutely, I think what that comes from is you know you know fries and onion rings are big like fast food stuff here. Mm-hmm. So you always you never order a burger, fries, onion rings, and a drink. No, okay. it's either burger, fries, and a drink, or burger, onion rings, and a drink. You don't oh, okay. mix the two. Yeah, see, like because this is obviously Scotland, chips comes with everything. The onion rings or mozzarella sticks or a bit of garlic bread or it's extra the chips are just there. They're always there. Okay. They always they're come always with watching. <laughs> yeah, they're always there, they're always watching. It doesn't answer the question like I don't understand how you're four hundred years into the history of the USA and you don't have steak flavoured crisps. Like Alright. Craig, if I handed you a bag with no label on it <laughs> and you opened it? And uh-huh. you ate it and said, what flavor is this? And I said, it's pork Cheetos. You would think it was disgusting. But you, you've you taken, like, pork Pork is just the meat. It, it can't just be pork. You would never get pork flavored. Oh, so flavored. you could have just beef flavored things, but not just pork flavored things. Yeah, pork isn't a flavor. Beef is definitely oh, a flavor. Okay. It has a certain... Right. I mean... Bacon, of course, being its own thing. I mean, even though mm, yeah. you know it, it comes from a chicken, you, you always keep <laughs> bacon to itself. Um, why not chicken-flavored things? Why not you, just take a big old bag of plain potato chips and squeeze chicken juice all over it? Dave, I, I, I absolutely shit you not. And I, I'm not a corporate shill for walkers or lays, as you have over there. But they do a crisp that's roast chicken and thyme flavoured and it tastes like an entire delicious seasoned roast chicken meal in a crisp like you eat one of these and you think oh that just tastes like a roast chicken okay now now we do have crackers here that are called chicken in a biscuit but nobody eats them because they're from the devil. <laughs> Literally, I went to buy a box and somebody waved a gun at me. It was terrible. Nobody in America eats these things. I don't know why we have them. Nobody eats them. But yes, we do have them. Mm-hmm. But you see, we in America are godly and correct. And we don't flirt with the devil and have meat-flavored chips I or just, crackers. I, this is something that would never... In a million years have ever occurred to me that you don't have. I mean, I can... I, I've seen some. Like, I've seen it. Like, like prime rib flavored... Uh, generally, it's like barbecued prime rib flavored 
chips. Mm-hmm. But they are very rare. I mean, we have okay. like every seasoning under the sun, but savory chips are not yeah. really a thing I see uh, very often. See this? We, it's, it's maybe like a 50 in fact it is almost identically a 50-50 split because if you go and buy a multi-pack of crisps you'll find that one has salt and vinegar, cheese and onion ready salted and whatever and the other one will have beef and onion roast chicken sausage and something else you know like the, the, there's a definite bacon okay would be now see well. you said one flavour there which we, we I've never run into here uh-huh. uh, cheese and onion Oh, cheese and onion. We, we generally have sour cream and onion. Okay, it's, it, they're almost identical. Like, oh, would, okay. All right. I would All say right. they're, they're near. Um, we get sour cream and onion Pringles, not cheese and onion Pringles, but it's... Okay. Because, so you have both. It's both flavors. Yeah, and crisps are color-coded, so that would be green. Oh, yep. Same, most, same here. Um, yeah, green can. Uh-huh. Um, it, so now, and, and cheese and onion is green. Sour cream is green. It's green. Far be it from me to tell all of Scotland how to eat their meal, but I'm going to. Uh-huh. Um, salt and vinegar should be the chip that everybody eats normally. There should be no other flavors except for special occasions. Let's say it's Hanukkah. And you're like, well, we don't really want to do salt and vinegar. We do that all the time. So this Hanukkah, we're going to have barbecue. I'll give you that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's Hogmanay, you're like, okay, Let's shake it up. Let's have some grated Parmesan flavor. That's fine. But but that's it. Salt and vinegar. Plain. Beat. Okay. I'll tell you a funny story. Um, okay. Not a funny. If I don't laugh, I'll kill you. It, it, it's, no, it's not funny in the slightest. <laughs> but um, you always say, you know, like, if you're pregnant and you have a craving, some of that mm-hmm. is passed on to your child if you crave a certain flavor or a certain something it, it resonates with the child later in life um, i can understand that sure my mum when she was very very pregnant with me um i hope she was pregnant with me was addicted to beef hula hoops which is a crisp it looks like a tiny wee ring and it's flavored with beef but it's like msg beef it's the beefiest beef you have ever tasted in a crisp and every time Hi. I eat beef loops now I, it's one of my favourite crisps but any time I eat them I instantly feel at home I feel like oh this is just the crisp for me and it's beef crisps okay you're right that wasn't funny uh-huh. but uh, it sort of like uh, with Kelsey when she was pregnant with Abby um, she nothing like, but cheese fries mm-hmm. and pickles. And now you can't keep either cheese fries or pickles in the damn house. <laughs> like, Abby just devours them. So, yeah. I, I, I completely understand that. Yeah. However, you see, uh, dear listener, we, we were we're hoping to someday meet on the, the bloody shores of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still bloody, by the way. Yeah. Um, if we don't and meet in we Scotland, did, uh, we're meeting in Canada. There's no fucking way I'm coming. Oh to yeah, uh, we, should, we should probably we should probably just meet at Switzerland, where we're not allowed to fight. Um, but uh, we we did have plans to you know maybe do some golfing because we're in Scotland. Why not? You know, play some darts and horseshoe, whatever. You know, have a good time. Now we're just gonna go to the nearest grocers and we're just gonna sit in the chip aisle and go no, 
and he will go yes and we will just argue for a week and a half about what is the better food and if we ever do this we will do an episode special on it oh my god yeah but like i I just i i can't i know we've been going on about this it's only like we've known each other a long time and it's only in the past week that i have discovered that you don't have meat flavored crisps it's just no yeah I, i mean there's some oddball chip flavors here like like Tabasco flavored chips oh, or, yeah. or oh, yeah, ketchup. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, never, never really got on with anybody that was like, oh yeah, I like meat flavored things. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, how do you feel about plain chips and oh, not yeah. your chips? Sorry, are crisps? Yeah, no, plain I'm, crisps. I'm happy with plain crisps. I'm happy with okay, any or any of your seasoning like paprika crisps. Yeah. Paprika. Not that, really a thing here, but okay. okay but, but, or salt and vinegar or sour cream yeah, and chive. Yeah, yeah, anything yeah. like that. Happy with that. But the guts of crisp passion comes from that like, flame grilled steak McCoy's. Oh, it's the crisp of men type stuff. I, 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 yeah. um, just, just some... Uh, where if we if I ever do go there, um, you don't have any weird abominations of like Cheetos, right? Um, Cheetos over here are Watts's, I believe, and it's just cheesy flavored. Okay. Puffs. Do you have the jalapeno ones? No, we've got nothing ah. like that at all. Oh, okay. I'll have to bring you a bag of jalapeno poppers, Cheetos. They are delicious, sir. If you like spicy stuff, if you don't like spicy stuff, you'd probably I, I, hate them. I, mean, I, quite, I quite like spicy stuff, but if, like, one of my favorite, oh my god, this is so crisp related, but one of my favorite crisps <laughs> at the moment is, uh, um, oh, what's what's the, the 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 lingo? It's like a hot chicken wing. Oh, buffalo chicken wing. Yeah, like buffalo chicken wing, and it's just spicy chicken barbecue type spicy horror show that you eat and you're sweating when you're eating these crisps but you love the chicken wingness of them it's 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 got some zing to it yeah mm-hmm. all right now now um i'm gonna lay my soul bare here uh when i do not want some salt and vinegar which does occasionally happen i am a sun chips man now i believe they're called sun bites over there sun bites is that like a um like a wholemeal wafery Yeah, type. it's like a multigrain, yeah, yeah, wavy. Yep, yep. 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 Uh, that, that is my chosen chip. Uh, I believe you get um, three flavors over here. I think you get a plain, you get a um, sour cream, and you get a, like a Thai chili type flavor. Ooh, <laughs> uh, after a little bit of research, listener, this is why you can't ever trust Craig. He's oh, wrong. Damn. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, what is that? In, in the UK, currently, we have the honey-glazed barbecue. Oh, yeah. I forgot about we that have one. the yeah. lightly sea-salted. That's the, the plain sun-ripened one. sweet chili. That's the chili the one, yeah. Sour cream and cracked black pepper. That's the sour cream one. And then sun-dried tomato and mozzarella. What do you have to say for yourself, Craig? Well, I didn't know Lying about the to the two people who are sun- still listening. I know. The sun-dried tomato one, I didn't know about. The rest of them, I'm in the ballpark. Um, I forgot about the barbecue one, and it's funny because that is the best one. Oh, now see, you don't have my my favorite flavor. We have harvest cheddar, which is just a bunch of cheese on there. Oh, so it's kind of like you mix that with the Cheeto 
flavoring. It's very good. Very good. Mm. Uh, should we bring CrispCon 2020 to an end? <laughs> it's been an hour. It's been an hour. <laughs> and we spoke about Castle Crashers for about five minutes. Yep. Okay, so next week, instead of talking about Transistor, we will talk about David Bowie or something. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, if you if you stayed with us this far, really, there are there are other things you could do with your life. I'm not making any judgments, but there are other things. Uh, uh, thank you very like, much for listening. If we could take a temperature check, if anyone is listening just now, message in. Are you a meaty crisp um, person? Oh, or yes. Or not. Bonus points if you use the word inchoate in <laughs> the comment as well. <laughs> Don't forget to join my meetup that's happening on October 10th. Oh my god. Right, thank you if you are listening for the love of god, why? But (laughs) we'll see you next time on Transistor where we will have some actual good chat. Indeed. Thank you again. Have a good night. Bump to the boot to the boot to the boot boot bump to the base to the base 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 bump to the boot to the boot to the boot bump to the base to the base base base